Now, there are two kinds of stress associated. There are, there's normal everyday stress and then there's abnormal stress. Now, normal everyday stress are things that we all deal with on basically almost a day-to-day basis, such as family issues, uh, financial issues, paying bills, uh, you know, uh, worrying about family, are the kids going to do in school, uh, am I going to get this project, you know, done in time and done correctly for work, is my boss going to like it, you know, little things like that, you know, uh, those are normal everyday stressors, and for most people, our body has already has built-in coping mechanisms that are able to to deal with those without any undue stress on the body or the brain. You know, we have you know we don't most people don't lose sleep over those kind of things because those are everyday stresses that you know you can't really get rid of. You know, you're going to always have some form of stress in their life in one way shape or form now abnormal stress is are the same stressors however the the mind and the body are incapable or incapable of properly coping with those stressors negative reactions such as anxiety or panic attacks or loss of sleep or loss of appetite Things like that are normal signs or signs of unable to deal with stress. And when you don't have an outlet or a natural coping mechanism that allows you to basically deal with that stress and get it out of your system, it builds up. It's, 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 it's like bottling up inside you and eventually, you know, it's going to break and that stress is going to come out and it's going to be in a negative way. It's, and it could be a very uh, health-wise, very negative, mental or physical health. So you, the biggest thing that I have found that it's helped myself uh, because I suffer from uh, anxiety and PTSD is finding outlet or an outlet or outlets to de-stress. And it's actually a lot simpler then it may seem one of the ways that I, of course, I deal with it is I am a, a competitive, competitive strongman. I have competed in powerlifting in strongman events for, for, for a couple of years now. And to me, it's almost a form of meditation for me. Even though I'm working very hard and sweating and breathing heavy, it's, it's a way to vent all of those frustrations the stress, the emotions of the day, the negative emotions of the day, and it makes me feel better. You know, there are certain things, I mean, I like to watch relaxing shows. Uh, there are guided meditations on YouTube or on the App Store or, uh, you know, the Play Store on Android. There are, uh, like I said, guided meditations. There are unguided meditations. There's relaxing music. There are things you can do. There's breathing techniques that you can do to help yourself relax and to de-stress. Now, those are things that you will have to, of course, practice and, 
you know, if you try one, try a method such as watching relaxing uh, video or listening to relaxing audio, you know, don't give up on in the first shot if it doesn't work, you know. Because your, your brain might wander away from listening and focusing on whatever you're hearing or seeing. So, you know, learn to center yourself and focus on that. Once you sidetrack the mind away from anxiety or stress, that's the beginning of healing, okay? Once you have learned, even if it's just for a moment, that you don't feel stress and anxiety uh, because of something that you're doing, you've, you, you will have begun the road to feeling better. Now it is time to, to push, gently push, and make that time last longer. Because what happens when someone has anxiety is, and, and suffers from panic attacks, is they're always worried about the next bout of anxiety or the next panic attack. So they're causing themselves more anxiety by worrying about the anxiety. So it, it becomes this never-ending uh, uh, you know, cycle of anxiety and stress because they're worried about worrying. <laughs> so it's very frustrating and, I, and I've been through that. I've, I've been there. And, it, and when you start to have these moments of clarity where you no longer focus on the stress or the anxiety, those moments start to last longer and longer. And, and soon, you know, you're going to have hour, hours on end where it doesn't even cross your mind and you feel good. You feel normal again. And of course, relapses happen. There may be a stressor, a trigger that makes you feel bad again. That's okay. Go back to square one. Do your breathing. Do your relaxation uh, technique. And start over again. Okay? That, and it's, it's as simple as that. You know? You find that niche. That one thing. Or two things. Whatever it is. That allows you to relax. Because when someone is, is, ten, is nervous or has anxiety or, or stress, they tend to tighten up their muscles. Especially the neck and the shoulders and, and things like that. Very tight. And so your muscles, I mean, I've had panic attacks so bad in the past, uh, not, no longer anymore, but so bad that I tightened up my body so much that it's like I did a workout. My arms and chest would be sore and painful the next day from tightening up so much from the panic attack. So, and actually, I, because of it, I actually have pectoral tendonitis now, uh, and it's my, you know, so it's it's because I did not deal with it soon enough. I ignored it and hoped that it would go away on its own, and it's not going to. Okay, I can tell you. Anxiety disorder and panic attacks don't go away on their own, okay? You have to be proactive to get rid of them, okay? So, remember, find that outlet, that thing that brings you joy and happiness or relaxation or both. That allows you to be yourself, to unwind and de-stress. Whether it's reading a book or watching a show or exercising, or, or knitting, or sewing, or painting, something that allows you to put your focus into a project 
and makes your mind forget, at least temporarily, about the anxiety.